Dr. Baligai here. This podcast is on lymphoma and is derived from an outstanding chapter titled Lymphadenopathy and Lymphoid Malignancies in Baligai's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. It's authored by Dr. Makiko Ben Hoffen, MD, who is a clinical assistant professor at the University of Rochester Medical Center's Wilmot Cancer Center in Rochester, New York. She received her undergraduate degree from Cornell University and a medical degree from University of Rochester School of Medicine. She subsequently served as chief resident. Her interests include uh, transformed non-Hodgkin lymphoma. The senior author is Dr. Jonathan W. Friedberg, MD, who is professor of medicine and director of the James P. Wilmot Cancer Center, University of Rochester, Rochester, New York. He is a member of the Lymphoma Committee of the Southwest Oncology Group and serves as principal investigator on many local and national lymphoma treatment protocols for both Hodgkin lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's an attending physician at Strong Memorial Hospital on the hematological malignancies and blood marrow and transplant service. He received his medical degree from Howard Medical School. <clears throat> his postgraduate training includes an internship and residency at Mass General Hospital. Lymphomas. Lymphomas are among the most diverse and most curable of all human malignancies, representing the seventh leading cause of de- cancer death in the U.S. Lymphoma caused an estimated 20,510 deaths in 2008. The incidence of lymphomas has increased markedly in the past 60 years, causing approximately 74,340 new cases per year in the U.S. Establishing the histopathologic diagnosis of either Hodgkin's lymphoma or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is critical because the prognosis and treatment of each disease differ. Epidemiology Hodgkin's lymphoma is about a third as common as non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hodgkin's lymphoma has a bimodal age distribution, peaks at 20 to 29 years of age and again at 60 years of age. While the incidence of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma increases with age, both Hodgkin's lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma have a moderate male predominance. The cause of lymphoma is not well understood. There is an association with an Epstein-Barr virus with acquired uh, immunodeficiency syndrome or AIDS and certain environmental exposures such as woodworking, farming and meat processing. However, no clear causal relationship has been established. Clinical presentation. There are several differences in clinical presentation between Hodgkin's lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. First, Hodgkin's lymphoma generally spreads in a contiguous fashion from one anatomic lymph node group to another. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is less predictable in its pattern of spread. Hodgkin's lymphoma rarely involves the mesenteric nodes, central nervous system, skin, GI tract, or walled air ring. These sites are more likely to be affected by non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Cross splenomegaly is also rare in Hodgkin's lymphoma. Fever, night sweats, and weight loss, that is B symptoms, can accompany both disorders. However, pruritus and pain soon after drinking alcohol are more likely to be associated with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Diagnosis is made by excisional biopsy, not fine needle aspirate. Read Sternberg cells, B cells, 
are the classic and specific histological finding in the, in the diagnosis of Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is aided by the use of histochemical stains. Hodgkin's lymphoma is positive for CD15 and CD30 surface antigens, but negative for CD45. Staging of lymphoma. Staging lymphoma is an essential step in the diagnosis of lymphoma for purposes of treatment guidance and prognosis. Recommended diagnostic tests to establish the stage include a careful history, B symptoms, that is fever, night sweats and weight loss, pruritus and overall tempo of disease, physical examination, excisional lymph node biopsy with evaluation for histology and immunophenotype, complete blood cell count with differential chemistry panel including liver function tests, albumin, lactate dehydrogenase LDH, chest radiograph, computer tomography of the chest, abdomen and pelvis, FTG PET scanning, bone marrow aspirate and biopsy and fertility counseling. The TNM system that is generally used for solid tumors is not applicable to lymphoma since this system is based on the concept of a primary tumor and metastasis. Instead, the Ann Arbor staging is used to stage lymphoma. The Ann Arbor staging classification is, has four stages. Stage 1, involvement of a single lymph node region or lymphoid structure or a single extra lymphatic organ or site. Stage 2, involvement of equal to or greater than two lymph node regions on the same side of the diaphragm or local involvement of an extra lymphatic organ and one or more lymph node regions on the same side of the diaphragm, which is 2E. Stage 3, involvement of lymph node regions on both sides of the diaphragm which may also be accompanied by involvement of the spleen, that's 3S, or by local involvement of an extra lymphatic organ or site, that is stage 3E, or both 3S and E. Stage 4, diffuse or disseminated involvement of a deep visceral organ, such as bone marrow liver, with or without lymph node involvement. Each stage is subdivided into sub-stages depending on the presence of B symptoms that is fever, night sweats or unexplained weight loss of 10% or more of body weight in the 6 months preceding diagnosis denoted by B or absence A, localized involvement of an extranodal site by direct extension from an involved lymph node is designated by E, while splenic involvement is, donated, is denoted by S. Bulky disease is denoted by X. When there is either a node that is 10 centimeters or more in largest diameter or a mediastinal mass that has a maximum width equal to or greater than one third of the internal transverse diameter of the thorax as determined by posterior anterior chest radiograph. Hodgkin's lymphoma therapy, early stages that is stages one to two. Non-bulky stage 1A and 2A are considered early stage Hodgkin lymphoma and are generally treated with short courses that is 2 to 4 cycles of chemotherapy, usually ABVD, adriamycin, bleomycin, venblastin and dicarbazine.
followed by involved field radiotherapy, unfavorable prognostic factors for patients with locally advanced stage 1-2 Hodgkin lymphoma include 1 bulky disease, 2 ESR greater than 50, 3 greater than 3 sites of tumor involvement, 4 presence of B symptoms and 5 the presence of extranodal sites. Most lymphoma specialists treat these patients more aggressively than patients with low risk stage 1A or 2A Hodgkin's lymphoma often preferring 6 cycles of ABVD followed by involved field radiotherapy if bulky or with an augmented regimen such as Stanford 5 which is an abbreviated 12-week course of treatment in which myelosuppressive and non-myelosuppressive treatments are alternated weekly or BEACOP, B-E-A-C-O-P-P, that is bleomycin, etoposide, doxorubicin, cyclophosphamide, vincristine, procarbazine, and prednisone. A 5-year freedom from relapse rate of at least 80% is expected for patients with early-stage disease with no unfavorable factors. However, the longer the patients are followed, the more treatment-related mortality is seen. Therefore, death from Hodgkin's lymphoma is becoming less of concern than the late consequences of treatment. In later stages of Hodgkin's lymphoma, that is stage 3 or 4, are generally treated with 6 to 8 cycles of ABVD, that is adromycin, bleomycin, venblastin, and, and dicarbazine. Biocorp and Stanford 5 can be, also be utilized. Although Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most curable of human neoplasms, Approximately 30% of the patients in the U.S. with stage 3 and 4 still die of the disease with current treatment options. Salvaging treatment failures. A complete or partial response is not achieved in 10-20% to of patients with Hodgkin's lymphoma and another 15% to 30% relapse following an initial complete response. Salvaging treatment for these patients depends on the type of radiotherapy given and the duration of the initial response. For patients who relapse after radiation therapy alone, the likelihood of long-term disease-free survival after salvage treatment with ABVD is 50 to 80%. Patients with late relapses greater than 12 months after either a complete or durable partial response following initial chemotherapy may occasionally be treated successfully with a different combination chemotherapy. Combination second-line regimens for relapsed Hodgkin's lymphoma include ICE, that is, ifosfamide, carboplatin, and etoposide, or gemcitabine-based combinations. Standard of care for relapsed Hodgkin's lymphoma is high-dose chemotherapy with autologous stem cell transplant, particularly when the disease has responded to salvage chemotherapy. This approach is associated with a 5-year relapse-free survival of 20 to 50%. The likelihood of successful transplantation is higher for patients who have first received AVVD than those who have received escalated BIACOP. BIACOP is bleomycin, etoposide, doxorubicin, cyclophosphamide, vincristine, procarbazine, and prednisone. Allogenic stem cell transplantation is often considered for patients with refractory disease, but is associated with a high treatment-related morbidity and mortality. Brentuximab is a novel immunotoxin with CD30-directed antibody linked to an anti-tubulin agent that is used for treatment of patients with Hodgkin's lymphoma after a failure of either autologous transplant or salvage 
chemotherapeutic agents in patients who are not candidates for transplant. Lymphocyte-predominant Hodgkin's lymphoma. Although this disease is often characterized with the other histologic types of Hodgkin's lymphoma, its clinical behavior, immunophenotype, and treatment are more akin to low-grade or follicular B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma. The disease often presents at an early stage and are most appropriately treated with local involved field radiation. Late relapses are relatively common and can be treated either with additional radiotherapy if outside the original radiotherapy field with single-agent rituximab or with combination chemotherapy such as ABVD. Disseminated disease is usually treated with classical Hodgkin's lymphoma with ABVD, though rituximab has also been used effectively. Complications of treatment Despite the high rate of success in the treatment of Hodgkin's lymphoma, there are long-term complications related to agents used in therapy. Secondary leukemia was the first major concern in, to emerge. The risk appears to have decreased with the broad use of ABVD rather than the use of older or more toxic regimens. Secondary diffuse aggressive non-Hodgkin's lymphoma occur with a cumulative risk rate of 4 to 5% at 10 years. The development of solid tumors, that is breast, lung or sarcoma, are also increased in this patient population. Other late effects include hypothyroidism with mantle radiation, premature coronary artery disease, and cardiomyopathy with doxorubicin and mediastinal radiotherapy, and pulmonary fibrosis with bleomycin and mantle radiotherapy. Therefore, as cure rates for Hodgkin lymphoma have steadily improved, more attention is now being focused on limiting late toxicities associated with chemotherapy and radiotherapy. Multiple choice question. A 44-year-old woman presents with cervical and axillary adenopathy and splenomegaly. CD scans confirm these abnormalities as well as multiple enlarged retroperitoneal lymph nodes. Biopsy of an axillary node demonstrates Reed-Sternberg cells. Which of the following is the least appropriate chemotherapy regimen? A. ABBD. B. Biacop. There is BEACOPP. C. Hyper-CVAD and D, Stanford 5. And the answer is 4C. Uh, 4C is Hyper-CVAD. The Reed-Sternberg cell, a B cell, is the classic and specific histological finding of Hodgkin's disease that is aided by histochemical stains. Treatment regimens for Hodgkin's disease include most commonly ABVD, that is adromycin, bleomycin, venblastin, and dicarbazine, with or without involved field radiotherapy. Other regimens include Stanford 5, abbreviated 12-week course of treatment with myelosuppressive and non-myelosuppressive treatments, which are alternated weekly, and Biocop, that is bleomycin, etoposide, doxorubicin, cyclophosphamide, vincristine, procarbazine, and prednisone. Hyper-CVAD containing re regimens are usually reserved for aggressive non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. This podcast on Hodgkin's lymphoma is derived from an outstanding chapter on lymphadenopathy and lymphoid malignancies in Baliga's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. The chapter is authored by Dr. Makiko Ben-Hoffen and Dr. Jonathan W. Friedberg, both faculty 
Hemo-Oncologist at the University of Rochester Strong Memorial Medical Center.